0: Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Lafanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted, we're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper, it's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 19, Toxic Positivity. Okay, interns, this topic is one of the topics that was chosen by you all. So we wanted to make sure we address it so that you all know that, you know, we respect your topics too. We are we like your thoughts. We want them. Yes, we, we want them. Okay, so what is toxic positivity? I know you probably are asking that. So this term refers to a overgeneralization of happiness. Um, optimistic state that results in the denial minimization and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience (laughs) (laughs) mouthful i was about to say baby that's a word right there it it is oh Mm -hmm. my god (laughs) so you're gonna have to probably rewind it a couple of times to get all of the words because i had to stop reading and say (laughs) the words Basically too much happy. That's that's what it boils down to. Yeah. And we especially thought this would be a good topic to bring up right now because we're preparing to go into the lovely holiday seasons and they're not always lovely. And that is definitely okay. Whether it's a happy time, whether it's a sad time, angry time, whatever. You just need to make sure that you are appropriately dealing with whatever emotions come up. And we thought, talking about toxic positivity is something that really isn't discussed very often yeah Mm-mm. well because it's it's almost like an oxymoron you know <laughs> positive just based off our whole connotation of that word usually means good mm-hmm. yeah so okay well how can positive be bad mm-hmm. but <laughs> and we're not being uh negative Nancy's, you know because We do think that people there's a a level of positivity that we do need to have to get through our day to encourage us and things like that and to Mm -hmm. encourage other people. But there can be some toxicity that comes along with that positivity as well. You know, I like to think in movies and music, right? (laughs) (laughs) So the movie that comes to mind for me, since we're talking about holiday season is Elf. Mm, with Will Ferrell yes I love that (laughs) movie (laughs) it's crazy but yes yes so when I think of like toxic positivity like it's just overboard like what in the world dude Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, you know can you turn it down a couple notches Uh, but that's what comes to mind for me when I think about just a visual example of what that would be Mm -hmm. yeah well the thing is you know if we only pay attention to the positive parts of our day that's we, it doesn't give us room to acknowledge the negative side, the, the negative portions of our day so that we can make sure we address what's going on in our life, address our feelings. It, it, it does not uh, um, allow us to understand what's going on with our bodies, too, because, you know, of course, we know that emotions are connected to our physical mm-hmm. sensations as well. And mm-hmm. so if we're not paying attention to that, we can't identify the proper emotion. You know they talk about this a lot. In anybody that takes yoga, does yoga practices the asana, the asana, <laughs> um, but you have to do the light and the and the shadow work. Both both are important, and both have a place. You don't need to dwell too heavily in either side because, and we've talked about this. We have talked about this several times. You you delve too far into the side of shadow you become depressed you you have a lot of issues that pop up that we normally talk about as far as mental illness goes mm-hmm. and that also can be said if you veer too far over in the happy side we've talked about being manic or yeah. um, mm-hmm. being super erratic and all over the place or <laughs> overly mm-hmm. obsessed with yes. people and different mm-hmm. things of that nature so mm-hmm. um, you, you gotta have a good balance light and dark I used to have a quote at the bottom of my email That used to say, everybody loves sunshine, nobody loves rain, but you can't have a rainbow without a little rain. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, like you said, you got to have a little bit of both in order to really, one, appreciate what positivity is. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're constantly negating the dark side or, you know, the shadow side, as you say, Mm -hmm. then you don't even know how to appreciate that sunshine and that light side. Yeah, it reminds me of that movie. I can never remember the title, but the cartoon that came out a few years ago with all the emotions. Oh, Inside Out. mm -hmm. Yes, and how, I think her name was Joy. I always thought that she was like trying to motivate people and do X, Y, and Z, but she realized how much she needed all the other emotions Mm -hmm. in order to be an okay person. And Even sadness. Even (laughs) sadness. And when you avoid these things, that's when problems start happening. Mm -hmm. And this little... The girl in this cartoon had a whole bout of depression that was just going unmanaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unaddressed negative emotions is just suppression. It doesn't mean that the situation or emotion goes away. It just means that it's just lingering and you're not doing anything about it. So then you end up on this hamster wheel that becomes bigger mm-hmm. and bigger until you, as Dr. Wilde liked to say, implode or explode. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Anybody got time for that? <laughs> we y- 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 <laughs> y- y- y'all know we are big advocates on having emotional intelligence and toxic positivity is an example of not having great emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Because on the outside it seems like you've got it going on. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, you know to mm-hmm. the the person that doesn't know you especially, you know, you seem like, "Oh man, they're so they're so chipper." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so bubbly. Exactly. I don't know Oh, they're so motivating. And that's unsustainable. Like, no. you can't sustain that f- for too long because life happens. And we all know that life happens to everybody. Like, you're not exempt from life happening. Yeah. You know what a good example movie-wise, and this this may not work for some people, um, is... Uh, the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. The original. Mm, not with, the Gene remake. Yes, mm. with Gene Wilder? Yes, with Gene Wilder. And you see all these different people come from different walks of life, many of them rich and everything together, but you see that they're not okay. Um, they're a little evil. <laughs> but you also see that Gene Wilder, who is supposed to be uh, Willy Wonka, and has all this this great factory and all these people that love him and work for him, even though he is secretive and a recluse and all these other types of things you see that he has a lot of complexity complexity to him in the movie and has sadness and disappointment and anger and the person who's the most happy ends up being the poorest person Mm -hmm. who's had balance Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. very interesting yeah that idea of being um positive all the time that overly happy Mm -hmm. feeling that's exhausting like, I'm tired thinking about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think this has been heavily perpetuated by social media. Yes. You know, because you think about the memes and everything that kind of comes out. You see these like relationship goals and, mm-hmm. you know, people have gone on vacation and it's it seems like everybody is doing well Mm -hmm. you know somebody's got opened or started a business and somebody's writing a book and somebody's Mm -hmm. gone on you know they went to Bali and then this other person they just got a new car and it's like you feel bombarded by all of these good things that it almost does the reverse it do Mm -hmm. it makes you feel less than about yourself and you know somebody brought this up uh about my journey and me posting different things on online the whole year. And I was like, I wanted to post to make people aware cause I'm, I'm not calling all y'all to introvert and me. It's like y'all good. Mm-hmm. But also I did that because I wanted people to know that it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. There's days where I don't feel like getting out of bed. It's days where it's a struggle. Um, but there's also triumph and all kind of other things. You need to show people what being a well-rounded person looks like. It's not always pretty. Sometimes it's ugly. True. Yeah. And and the thing is, I, I would consider the three of us to be entrepreneurs and we mm-hmm. we have a a great advantage right now because we are entrepreneurs. We have the opportunity to show people both sides the stability of uh, ownership and how that how that what that looks like, mm-hmm. how to go through the emotions, how to still keep yourself together, but still be able to fall apart if you need to. I'm at the point in my life. I don't care what other people think of me? I thought she's about to cuss y'all. I did. I, said, I was waiting. It's coming. To, I, w- I was like, oh, she she I, her I have a <laughs> sister in sailorhood Oh my god! I had to. I got excited, it. y'all. Yeah, I, I had to censor that because mm-hmm, mm, we got people listening, and so you know. <laughs> so my thing is like I'm at the point in my life I don't care what other people think about me I don't care if you see me vulnerable Mm -hmm. I don't care like that's your if you can't handle my feelings and you can't handle my vulnerability that's your issue not mine girl say that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so Mm. and and then what I do is I try to make sure I surround my people by my people myself (laughs) by people Mm -hmm. correct sentence (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, by people who can handle my vulnerability you know and if have to if they need to they will cry with me Mm -hmm. you know so hard yeah Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) and so if you don't have those type of people around you you are around the wrong people if you got to wear a mask around the people that you are with though that's not those not your people no covid yeah oh yeah not covid masks <laughs> facade yes yes My, I, girl i forgot we gotta wear the mask okay <laughs> yes <laughs> so let me explain that again this if is you, gonna be so funny in like 20 years it's like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> covid <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, I mean, not the COVID mask. I mean, if you have to wear a facade in front of people, the people Mm -hmm. that you're around, then those are not your people because you can't even be your true self. And that's one of the ways we continue to get away from who we are because we can't even be true to who we are around uh, in front of the people that we are around. Exactly. You know, there's uh, this quote that says everybody in your circle is not in your corner. Mm. And mm-hmm. I believed. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. You said a quote early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's so important. It though, is. Like, very true. You need, and we've talked about this before in this broad, like you really need your support system. You need to have backing when you're going through the different trials and tribulations, not just for when it's going good, when it's going bad, when it's just like, mm, whatever. You need support through everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what does toxic positivity actually look like Hmm. so if our interns are out there you know as they do living their life trying to live their best life how do they know if they are practicing toxic positivity i would say one putting up a facade (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to hide your true feelings yeah you see this in the person that won't let people get close to them Mm -hmm. they're always perfect. They're always put together. And this is another reason why, um, I take it so seriously to help black men and women in therapy because we don't get to take our facade off in the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. but you got to come in this office and take it off because we hide behind that strong black man, that strong black woman trope Mm -hmm. that we talked about in the beginning of us uh, doing our sessions. And that is a sign of toxic positivity, like always being strong, always like I got it together. I'm happy. No, you not. Mm -hmm. You just cried in your car for 30 minutes before you came (laughs) into work. Mm -hmm. Stop lying to yourself and stop lying to the people around you. And what I've noticed, if you don't adjust that, people keep putting more and more on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even when you show that, then people think you're, we said it in Mm -hmm. trope tripping, you know, people think you're irrational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or weak. Oh, mhm. Uh, that's even harder. Mhm. Yeah. Cuz you can't be weak allegedly. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. I think so, uh, another thing that kind of go with people that practice toxic positivity is they rely on like old sayings to kind of justify their behavior. Mm-hmm. Like um and this is no slight to my my mm-hmm. religious folks, but you know, like that whole everything happens for a reason. God don't make no mistakes. Um, God you know, didn't do that, though. You did it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like relying on those <laughs> kind of platitudes. Mm-hmm. of Everything's going to be all right. Don't worry. Be happy. You know, just like relying on that kind of um, thought process yeah. to kind of justify staying where you are and not doing the work to really deal with whatever it is that's going on for you. I definitely agree with that. And I think uh, as a Christian, um, that's not biblical. That's not biblical at all because the Bible says faith without works is dead. So there are things that you need to be doing to get yourself out of the predicament that is, you know, happening around you and just faking it till you make it is not going to do. It's unhealthy. It's Mm dysfunctional. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring it up, you know, if it was necessary <laughs> since it is facing reality is very frowned upon in the christian community so like for me one of my biggest struggles in my walk with god has been faith like mm-hmm. impatience <laughs> whatever <laughs> so anytime i have a test it always seems like my test is to to test my faith or to test my patience and a lot of times i get frustrated with god cuz i'm like god really again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so you know of course you know dealing with people in the church they want to scripture you to death they want to you know Bible beat you and it's like they want to make those statements like there's life and death you know in the tongue or you know cast all your cares on the God and because he cares for you you know those types of scriptures they work and I'm not saying that you know his word doesn't work but I need to God is a big enough God for me to feel my emotions and him being able to handle it he said that I can get angry but don't sin in my anger Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that means I can feel my negative feelings yeah, and still yeah. be able to believe that God, I, God is my healer, God is my provider. I worship God, I praise God. You know what I mean? I can still do that yeah. and feel negative. You can, well, you can. That's you what know, we tears like if for. you if you if you really read the Bible, you see that. People renting their clothes, not renting as in like renting, renting, but like tearing Tearing their clothes and like all of that stuff happened in the Bible. A lot of people pick and choose what they want to take out of their holy books. And I'm saying across all faiths, not just Christianity. Mm -hmm. And that's a hindrance. You need Mm -hmm. to read the book in context of what's actually happening in it. We're not going to go down that road because I'm. Well, I'm you know. getting ready to say something about Job because <laughs> <laughs> they always want to use Job as, you yes. know, God is going to give you double for your trouble. But Job had to go through a process. He even said it would have been better for me not to have been born. He yeah. he he did that first. Mm. They skipped that part. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> no easy thing, you know. And I I remember reading the story of Job. Like consistently eleven years ago, because that's when my mom went through her breast cancer battle, mm, and mm-hmm. so my mom decided to take a specific character and um, lean on their story through her journey. Mm-hmm. And Job was the person that she chose because there were so many other things going on as well. And so we would read it, and we would process it, and all that. Oh, he what everybody paints Job like he just said, oh thank you Jesus, right? Thank you Lord <laughs> for this lovely yes. famine. And for my wife and the kids dying, die. and mm-hmm. all this other, that's, and my money being taken. And, <laughs> no,
1: that's not, that's not what he that's did. That's not
0: he. He was in mourning. He he had to reap. Like it was a lot that happened, and so I think people try to tie stuff up and make it look cute. You know, a, another good example of this in the Christian world. If anybody watches Leaf or watched mm, Greenleaf. That is, green a, leaf. that is a that is a prime example of mm-hmm. how Christians have toxic posi- positivity in the church. All mm-hmm. this deceit and craziness stuff is mm-hmm. going on behind closed doors, and then you see them smiling and shining in your face. Everybody mm-hmm. got to be real, be mm. real about it. When people do that, yeah, because I don't think it's just Christians that no. that do that. But when people do that, they you then give them a. Uh, uh, expectation that you're supposed to smile when you I, I'm gonna say need to be and I know that's strong but when you need to be crying mm-hmm. or when you need to be hurting yeah. but because you have this facade on you're scared to do it because of the expectations of other people I don't understand mm-hmm. that I I I remember and y'all y'all know <laughs> When I was going through my journey or whatever, and I remember, I can't remember if it was my third or my fourth treatment. Like, that was my one treatment that just messed Mm -hmm. me up. I wasn't okay. Like, I was really nauseous. And I was, my mom said, are you okay? And I was just like, no. And she's trying to hold her tears together. I'm like, we can cry together. (laughs) The nurse (laughs) cried. And I was like, that gives you that experiential intimacy that you need when Mm -hmm. you're going through something like that you can depend on people and you can be vulnerable and it's okay to be uncomfortable it's okay to be raw it's okay to be emotional it doesn't have to be like I must hold these tears in like (laughs) what yeah where they do that at emotional (laughs) lack of intelligence school (laughs) (laughs) well I think that's a throwback to this broad episode that we did um, talking about like the complexity of humanness, mm-hmm. you know that we forget that you can have multiple feelings that coexist. Yeah. Now I know, you know, our theoretical books are gonna say that that's a problem, you know. However, we are complex. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. we're not these little nice, neat little boxes. You know, we are a big cobweb of different (laughs) things you know one is tied to the other that's tied to the next that's Mm -hmm. tied to the one before it Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's okay to be happy and sad and angry and disgusted and whatever all simultaneously Mm -hmm. And it ain't hard living in today's times to feel all of them at the same time. Very true. Yeah. And then you end up feeling overwhelmed and not knowing what feeling you're experiencing, but just know that you're feeling something, Mm -hmm. you know, to go back to your original question, um, Dr. Strickland, about how do they know um, that they're in toxic positivity, trying to just go on with your day. By stuffing or dismissing emotions mm-hmm. is another way to determine that as well. Yeah, yeah. I was doing when I was doing my research. One of the things they were talking about was how excessive happiness or like excessive positivity can lead you to becoming careless. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because, Turn that humanity off. Mm. Yeah, uh, because positivity in and of itself, just by the way we define it, suggests that things are good. So if something is good, I don't really need to pay attention to the details of what's kind of going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this particular article was talking more in a work sense, how it can make you more careless at work, because if you're Mm -hmm. always thinking things are good, you're not going to be paying attention to the details of like this report or these numbers or whatnot. But I do think that that can kind of be broadened out to Mm -hmm. other areas in life. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I think in our clients, we often hear them say, well, I don't have a reason to not be happy. So I I need to be happy. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be on the brink of death to have other emotions. Like, or they compare like, well, nobody's done this to me, like traumas and different things like that. And I'm like, what are you feeling in this moment? If you don't feel good, just because you don't feel good, it's okay. Let's talk about that. Let's get to the root of it. Yeah. But just, Covering things up and and putting on that facade is is going to cause you some problems in in the future. The one that kills me is when I uh, when my patients say that I'm the one that people lean on the most. So I can't have my I can't I don't have anybody to have my emotions with or either they feel guilty for feeling their emotions because they're the one that people come to all the time with their problems. And then they be mad because mm-hmm. nobody want to help them because you, you are allowing yourself to be put in that situation. And I'm saying that as a whole giver, and mm. like yeah. I got rescue tap a ras- rescuer tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to put some boundaries in place. Yes. Uh-huh. You know? And I because t- I, I typically like. When people come in and they have that type of mentality, what I do is I end up writing whatever it is that they got going on in their life. Because I have a dry erase board. I mean, I why I always say dry erase board, Chalk. a chalkboard <laughs> in my office. So what I do is when they come in and they tell me things like that, I, I write all of what they're telling me they're going through on the board. And I say and I go through each one and I say, who whose situation is this? Well, that's my brother. OK, whose situation is this? Well that's my mom whose situation is this? Well that's my d da- okay. So you mean you come to therapy to see me because of other people's stuff? hmm You got anxiety because of other people's stuff. You depressed because of, cause ain't none of this. yours. yours. Yep. That's mm-hmm. the plight of the rescuer. Mm-hmm. It is. And by that time for that. Mm that's why when people come to me, okay, what are we talking about? Did you are you just venting, or you need me to solve something? Like what version of me do you need? You need Nichele, you need Nini, or you need Doctor Wall? Because <laughs> Doctor Wall don't visit people she know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Because it's unethical. You know? mm-hmm. no dual relationships up in here. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So another one I would say, um as far as um signs of toxic positivity is minimizing other people's experiences mm. with feel good quotes. Like we were just talking mm-hmm. about or statements. Mm-hmm. Girl. Those are, it's so funny. Cause we all do them. Oh, I mean, yeah. even as therapists, I'm like, I, I know I've said that mm-hmm. stuff before, you know, it's okay. It's going to be all right. You'll get through this. Mm-hmm. You know, you're strong enough, have faith, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. But when you sit down and think about it, it's like, man, but, did that allow that person to emote or did it unintentionally? Because I don't ever think people do this maliciously. No. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it usually comes from a place of, you know, care and concern for that person's well being. Mm-hmm. But unintentionally, you're suggesting, like, you know, you should really be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, this really ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why mm-hmm. you're making such a big deal out of this. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes people say that. literally they do (laughs) um but even when you use it in a nice way it still is suggesting that to the other person Mm -hmm. and I think as therapists and other therapists that listen to our podcast I think you need to be very mindful of how you approach your client's emotions you need to give them permission to feel and healthily express their emotions in session and don't stifle them I know uh Uh, we three are in a a clinicians of color group and they posted a question um, a few months or weeks ago. I can't even remember, but you know, how do you respond when your uh, client cries? Mm -hmm. Do you hand them Mm -hmm. tissue? Do you like, what do you do? And Mm -hmm. they talked about how like handing tissue can sometimes cut them off and meaning that they need to take care of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. And, I, th- I think in all of our offices, we have little stationary type mm-hmm. tables or something right there with Kleenex boxes on it. And mm-hmm. I just, I just let them grab it on their own. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, Cause yes. I let you wipe that on your sleeve all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I tell my clients all the time, Hey, it's all water. It's okay. Mm-hmm, if it's got mm-hmm. to come out, it's got to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I, the only time I've ever handed tissue to a client that was crying is if they ask me, mm-hmm. you know, do you have some tissue? Mm hmm. Um, and if I, if they don't see the box that's sitting on my table mm-hmm. the, or the table that's next to them, I think but. one of the reasons I have passed, um, a client tissue in the past is because they, that's one of those hard cries when they cover their face and they go down mm-hmm. and I need them to get like sit back up so they can breathe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll pass them the, uh, Kleenex box for them to, to distract them from that part gotcha. so they can sit up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's i mean it's self-soothing when you typically get into that tough of an emotional state you typically curve into yourself to be protective mm-hmm. and it's an emotionally protective stance i mean it's a physically protective stance too because you gotta protect your organs and stuff but <laughs> that's also what you do um emotionally spiritually when you're you're hurting yeah i don't know why people don't like to cry because i hear <laughs> people my clients say it too t- all all the the time time. but it's so funny i have (laughs) so many so many clients that say they don't like to cry in front of people but literally (laughs) cry the entire (laughs) session yes one of my clients that y'all know very well been coming to us for a minute um said I finally realized that crying is cathartic. Yeah, I told you that about three <laughs> yeah. years ago. I was like, you the one over there stuffing it down? You be like, I let that out? Mm-hmm. No, I know I can definitely off top think of like two or three people that, and it's not even like they're trying to cry. Mm-hmm. It's like the second they walk in, <laughs> mm-hmm. like tears, all they do is just continuously like just stream down their face. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a boo-hoo or anything. Yeah. It's, I mean, like it's just coming out it's it's uh like like, it's uncontrollable it's, a, it's uh yeah. pavlov now as soon as they walk into oh. the mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. conditional learning Condition. my mm-hmm. brain went blank y'all out I, 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 the learning <laughs> part i was like what is the? Yeah. okay <laughs> so they have attached being able to release their emotions to your office or mm-hmm. to your session so mm-hmm. i mean that's a good thing but it's something that they need to start to incorporate outside Inside, of just yeah. that one hour yeah because mm-hmm. i always have clients to come in And as soon as they sit down, they start crying. Why? And then they say, why is it every time I come in here, I start crying? I have that effect on people. And that's what I tell people. (laughs) i be like, well, hey, a lot of people do that on that couch. (laughs) And it's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. Ain't nobody judging you. No. Mm -mm. I tell my clients all the time. I said, if you could read my mind, all the stuff I got going on, you'd be like, oh, this is normal. This is Okay. Mm Because it is. Yeah. You walking around stoic is weird. Like, that's odd. Come on now. You're not a robot. No. (laughs) Not at all. Yeah. So, trying to shame and chastise other people for expressing, you know, frustration or any other emotion, Mm -hmm. that's unhealthy. Yeah, we got to stop that. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, in this day and age now, you know, it made sense for a different time. You know, it was still be great if people were much more emotionally healthy back then Mm -hmm. but the times were different you know you needed to have a certain level of toughness Mm -hmm. hardness stoicism Mm um for survival reasons yeah you know however in today's times a lot of those things are not as applicable on a daily basis as they used to be so you know not being able to freely express is severely unhealthy. The other thing I was thinking about toxic positivity Mm -hmm. just popped into my head actually, which was not part of my research was the participation trophy. Mm. Mm. Don't break that down for us. So somehow somewhere between like the eighties and nineties, you know, this idea of winning and losing became a bad idea for kids. Mm -hmm. That, you know, losing hurt children's self-esteem and, you know, competition was not a great, you know, idea. So even if you lost, you still got, you know, a a ribbon or or a trophy or something for participating, Mm -hmm. Um, which just thinking about it, I'm like, that's actually toxic positivity right there. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not allowing children to experience the fact that they're going to lose. And that that is a part of life. You're not gonna, you know, my husband will love this. If you're not first, you're last.
1: <laughs> Lord, <laughs> help. For
0: those that know, mm-hmm. Ricky Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, you L- know the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, like there is no such thing as two number ones. No, you know, know not, not in most situations anyway, that you rarely have ties. Come on now, yo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's okay to lose. It's okay to experience adversity. It doesn't mean that it's going to, you know, kill you. It doesn't mean that your source, uh, self-esteem is going to be completely, you know, taken away that there is a lesson and a, dare I say, a beauty in adversity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, that kind of throws back to what I was saying a little bit earlier that you understand to ex- appreciate the win. So mm-hmm. if you get number one, but I get a—I also get a ribbon and a trophy, then for you, your number one don't mean nothing. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Well, what in the world am I celebrating if we're all celebrating? Yeah. Right. And then you can definitely stifle that uh, that child's ability to thrive, which is mm-hmm. why we now start seeing clients that have that failure to thrive syndrome Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to have balance in that like it's okay to show your children or anybody how to get through a problem when i tell you that a lot of times we have to talk about problem solving Mm -hmm. aka being solution focused in sessions it's it's crazy the amount of time that we have to spend on that because a lot of people just really don't know how to use mm-hmm. deductive reasoning or yeah. deal with emotions that don't feel the greatest it, it's partly because of that they went too far to the other side of the extreme mm-hmm. and i think it also breeds a sense of entitlement you mm-hmm. ain't you ain't that's, that's a whole yeah, session that, right we there. need to have a whole different podcast <laughs> for that that's you a know, title because if i've <laughs> always won if i've always experienced you know, I think kids nowadays definitely struggle with this a lot because the way we've set things up for them, it's almost like we boomeranged to the uh, complete opposite mm-hmm. side where ki- kids used to be like, you had to be a little adult. Like, there was no room yeah. for you to be mm-hmm. a child. And then somehow we boomeranged over to the opposite side to where you're so precious and so the immortal fragile. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm that now I, I must take care of everything for you. So you can't experience anything bad. No, it's like, um, what was her name? I'm going back to the, to the chocolate factory. Bianca. Is that her name? The blue dress that ended up having to be juiced. Mm. We just gonna call her Bianca. Cause okay. she was a blueberry. Um, but she was that whole entitlement. Mm. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> when you say chocolate factory, no, non pedophile. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What is she talking about?" <laughs> Willy Wonka. You ready like, to go there? <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> "No, not him." I was like, "I don't know nothing about no blueberry in that song <laughs> or that album." No, <laughs> <Nope>. not <laughs> gotcha. him. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, not the, not the petty. Um, <laughs> they know I can't stand him. Um, but she's a a great example of that because mm-hmm. she walked in and like hugged stuff didn't stink and she was like i can i want this right now daddy just just buy it for me Mm. like it was just a hot mess yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i do think yeah we're gonna stick a pin in that one Mm -hmm. entitlement yeah we don't yeah we need to do that one for real we need to (laughs) add that to the list Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i would say that when we mm, i guess pressure ourselves to live by that toxic positivity, mm-hmm. you know, mindset, you know, we put a lot of that's, that's putting demands on ourselves. And mm-hmm. when we put demands on ourselves, it does not give us room to fail. Yeah. It does not give us room to, um, experience those or learn from those experiences that we don't win first place, mm-hmm. you know, or that we, cause I, man, yeah, it's you, so many times that- you know just being in a doctoral program, girl. I'm gonna need a whole <laughs> <drink after> this. <laughs> Will make you feel defeated every day. I, I promise you I wanted to I, I thought that was going to be the death of me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the death of all of us. Yes. Y'all yeah. y'all know I didn't even open uh, my laptop that I wrote my dissertation on for about 2 years. I couldn't go <laughs> over there. I couldn't ride on 635 for at least 4 years. I couldn't wow. go to that mall over there cuz I had PTSD, girl. <laughs> it's like, "Ooh, it's done." Yes. Wow. Cuz I felt like I I girl, Jesus Christ, to work, to get this degree, to be called Dr. Like, I probably Need a hug. Yeah, cuz I'm I I I'm, I'm having a panic. <laughs> Because yeah. I was like, what's going on over yeah. there? I, she, is, she is struggling over I there. I know, because I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, so Cause, what's happening? Because, you know, and then because people try to keep you in the program, obviously, by saying you can do it, you can do it, and being oh. your cheerleader and stuff like yeah. that. But, like, I need some time because this right here, like, I got to study. Mm-hmm. I got to work five jobs. Yeah. And I got to pass, doc- I don't want to say his name. <laughs> yeah, come back. Come <laughs> back. My neuropsych test. Reel, Reel it in. Reel in. Yeah, it's, it's putting yourself on. When you go there to that level, you are living in your expectations and you're not living by your standards. Yeah. And your expectations are not real. They are these crazy beliefs that this is how this should be and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is that don't work. You got to live by your standards. Now, there will be times, of course, where you get to your expectations, but that's you shouldn't live there. Because mm-hmm. it's is steps to get there. Like, yeah, it, uh, I, and what comes to my mind when I think about that is P. Diddy, because he started off being the janitor in like a music mm-hmm. studio. Mm-hmm. And then now he's P. Diddy, P. Diddy or whatever his name is now. he he did it right now yeah Yeah. any of those i still be very puff daddy yeah boy boy (laughs) 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 so he had to take the necessary steps to get to being who he is now yeah Mm -hmm. and he's still not at excellent excellent level not to knock him for everything that he's done but Mm -hmm. when you think of excellence i think a lot of people have to realize you normally think of like perfection and which nobody reaches no you can't you can't get there <laughs> perfection is not reality mm-hmm. so there's stop no doing such that. thing right no because it's all based off of you and that's yes. not gonna be the same for us three mm-hmm. it's not gonna be the same that's why i hate that word face? i do uh which that's toxic positivity right there the Girl. the uh pursuit of perfection Mm -hmm. again it just Mm. yeah it just doesn't exist yeah you know you're it's again I think I said this one other time before it's like trying to catch smoke (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you know you see it and that's the funny thing about perfection which again this can be used for toxic positivity you see it you see it your brain tells you that it's achievable Mm -hmm. but as soon as you step towards that line that all of a sudden that goalpost moved back about five yards yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. I thought I was almost there. Mhm. Ah, uh, you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> 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 Commercial. Um, right. <laughs> it it also reminds me of all those uh is it dystopian? Dystopian. How do you say that word? Cuz my brain is not functioning correctly right now. Dystopian. Boom, first one. Um movies that have been out. The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm whatever else you know all of those types of things like they are trying to be these perfect people Mm -hmm. and you find out that the perfect people more flawed than the people you didn't grow up with Mm -hmm. yeah it's just not a healthy place to ever be and don't put your your value your worth into what you see from other people, kind of what you were talking about with social media. Like mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I've heard say this week, you know what? Well, they look like they just living their a best life. Well, they, they might be living their best life, but what is your best life? Right. Cause my best life is in the bed with a book. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, they're living their best social media life. Yeah. The highlight and, reel. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, they may be living their best life now. You don't know what they have to do to get exactly. to now. Exactly. And you don't know what's around the corner, right? Mm-mm. Because we're always er- evolving. So there's always something for us to work on. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, it's so funny. I had a client ask me that something similar today. Uh, not today, mm, this week. Um, they were asking me like, when will I know that I've achieved it? <laughs> like, when will I know that I'm And they didn't use the word happy. I can't remember what the specific word was, but it was something in that positivity realm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, well, you're going to always be going for more because you'll be at a different stage in life. So, you know, right now, um, you know, for example, if you are, you know, raising small children, your look of happiness or whatever bliss or joy is going to be different once you are an empty nester. And then it's going to look different again when you are in retirement age. And then it's going to look different again when you're mm-hmm. in your, you know, golden years. So there's never going to be this moment where that's it. I have arrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's done. Yeah. I've achieved. That is when I meet Jesus them pearly gates. And right. I like get, that's then it's done. Get the, yes. Literally. <laughs> and then I get the well done, my good and faithful servant. <laughs> you know, and even then, for anybody that li- lives a spiritual life, you also know that that's just your body being done. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we hoping there's <laughs> something on the other side <laughs> because 2020 done knocked us all out. But, you know, yes. that's just our body saying chunking the deuce. It's not even, you still got other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, something else that I was thinking, you know, not to make a hard left turn here, but um, <laughs> was toxic positivity you know a little bit earlier I was saying that you know it kind of makes you careless and that thing kind of stuff like that mm-hmm. but I think another thing that it also does is it leads to confirmation bias hmm. yes Mm-mm. so for those that don't know what confirmation bias is uh, this is when you take new information um, on a basis that old information is true and valid so basically you discount pretty much everything mm-hmm. and <laughs> That is the opposite of what you think and what you feel and what you believe and only look for the things that confirm what's already in your head. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I think toxic positivity can lead to that kind of confirmation bias that I'm only going to look for the things that make me feel good. I'm only going to do the things that make me feel good. I'm only going to say the things that make me feel good, you know, without again, looking at the, you are a whole complex human being that has a variety of emotions And you are like, you know, Dr. Jones and Dr. Wall have both been saying you are negating that experience to only look for the things that confirm what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so interesting that you brought that up. And we brought up the the Christian side of this toxic positivity, because uh, I've been seeing a lot of people this year that have been living based on historical biblical teachings with those quotes mm-hmm. and you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And it's been difficult for them to receive information about developing their own relationship with God and separating their relationship, the relationship that grandmama had. So it's mm-hmm. so meaning study the Bible for yourself, and, and gather what you learned from that scripture, not based on what your grandmother said or what your mother said or your father said, but what do you, what did you learn from that scripture? Because what the thing is, and I, and I told one of my clients this, and I'm not trying to belittle anybody's education or reading abilities, but y'all do realize that we have, we learned the Bible from people who couldn't read. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Never they thought about that. They couldn't, how, what? How, how can they do that? And, and just That's to an be honest, point. people who, and people who studied, studied the Bible, they already know, like what we read now is a translation. Right. And it's, it, it probably, it's a translation of a translation of a, of translation. a translation. So it's some stuff lost <laughs> <Right>. in translation. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? so it's, you know, we're not, I don't want to go down the religious sector cause we're going to, that had to be another session. <laughs> you know, cause I got much to say being a deacon's granddaughter. You know, oh my dad is a you minister, know? so I yes, I get you. You know, another area though mm-hmm. that I have seen a lot of toxic positivity is in all the racial injustice that's been going on, all the politics that's really? been going. You had on. to bring that up. I'm not going far <laughs> down it, but it just reminds me of like you can't, you can, you do know whatever you want to do technically, but being healthy, you can't sit up. And steady look at something and have confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, I've never experienced that. Mm -hmm. And then this whole other grouping of people's multiple Mm -hmm. are telling you something different. You only are going off of what makes you feel good. And there's a reality that you're not going to feel good about all parts of this situation. Mm -hmm. There's going to be moments in time where everybody got to make some adjustments. Everybody got to step their game up and become better. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I've been noticing in that part of our epidemic here in the United States is that everybody not trying to be better. Some people just want to be the same. Mm -hmm. Because there's plenty of information out there that will confirm that things are not the way you learned them. Mm -hmm. Or the life that you lived is Mm -hmm. not reality for everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're not, we're not going to get, real far off into that but that is an area where I see a lot of toxic positivity. You know yeah. I, don't, I don't mind talking about it but you know <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to say that for another time. So. Yeah we only yes, got so much time I today. Know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know I think that um, just to kind of add to the conversation here you know the pursuit of happiness it's so funny because it can ma- lead to despair. Hmm. You mm-hmm. know because um, when I was doing my research one of the things that they were talking about is that sometimes the, it's the chase of happiness. That's the, the toxic piece. Mm-hmm. And that once you quote unquote, achieve happiness, you become, you get into despair because that didn't look like what you thought it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, you had this vision in your head of this, you know, this pinnacle of I've arrived at my, my positivity and wait, this is not what I envisioned. This is not, what did I do all of this for? I've been putting all this time into trying to be this positive person and it still didn't get me what I thought I wanted or it didn't get me anywhere or it didn't get me that promotion or it didn't get me this, you know, relationship. And then that leads to depression mm-hmm. hmm. because of, you know, that lack of um, expectation mm-hmm, and achievement. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's one of the reasons for me personally, when I'm doing, um, you know, my sessions, I, my, I, if any of my clients are listening, they'll, and the ones that I've said this to will know, I hate using the word positive and negative in my, my sessions. Mm. I rarely, rarely ever use those two terms and I stick with healthy versus unhealthy. I, I definitely stick with healthy yeah. and unhealthy. And that goes for good and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't use those too either. <laughs> they my clients can't even tell me that they feel how you feel today oh i feel good Mm-mm, i need a real emotion i'm always like what does that mean no <laughs> what are the characteristics of good and mm-hmm. then they start telling you all this you know other uh, yeah that <laughs> leads to like you you're not good that's that doesn't that sound discouraging or disappointing right. to me <laughs> mm-hmm. you know well, i'm all right i'm okay Mm-mm. what is that right Y'all know how I love, I'm fine. Oh. I'd be like, wait, what? I'm fine. <laughs> what that mean? Unless you talking about your beauty. Don't say that to me. Yes. But yeah, you know, I think going into, we got to be careful. You know, I think all this, we're kind of just boiling it down to say is being careful with how you are talking to yourself. Mm-hmm the expectations you're placing on yourself and that if you're going to pursue the concept of happy, which, you know, we've talked about that before, kind of our preferences for mm-hmm. states of being other than happy or yeah. other than po- positive. um, But you want to be moderate in, mm-hmm. in pretty much all areas, yeah. you know, that too much of anything is not healthy for you. Too much exercise is not healthy for you. Mm -mm. Too much, you know, um, of course, high fat food is not good for you. (laughs) You know, too much sleep is not good for you. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. too much positivity is not good for you. Emotional regulation, y'all. Like, you got to be even. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not always going to be 50-50. I'm not saying that, but you got to balance it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And know that it's okay to not be okay give yourself that permission to not be okay. You don't have to be in a hurry to get out of the way or get out of your feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, focus on changing those behaviors instead of changing your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Also something that I think is important. If you find yourself rushing people out of their emotions, you need to check why you can't handle them Mm. Mm -hmm. because it's something in you that's squirming away from that. And you need to check you, not them. Yeah. Yeah. So understand what you're happy means, understand what positive means to you, understand what negativity means, and don't be afraid, you know, being afraid of what you feel is the thing that's going to keep you in that space. And it's going to hinder your growth in so many areas. And as is customary, we do have a quote, it says, good vibes only. Is a false and destructive narrative. Embrace your bad days. Allow yourself to feel sad, angry, and disappointed. We only move through pain by acknowledging it exists. And this is by Laura Dean Edwards. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.